0: This is Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors, exclusively on the BUN 2.0, KBUN-FM 104.5.
1: Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors is sponsored by DS Beverages, Paul Bunyan Country's distributor of Anheuser-Busch and Budweiser, by Northern Surplus Northern Outdoors in downtown Bemidji, Bonded Lock and Key, your home for Liberty Gun Safes, and Pine Ridge Service. Hey, today on Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors, we're checking in with Bro Bros Doll. It's, uh, it's time to take a little uh, fishing look. We've been doing a lot of deer hunting stuff lately and uh, talking CWD, so let's let's get anticipating spring. But first, bro, we got We got to look back at winter it got weird at the end with the the ice, too much snow and the ice fish houses getting stuck and you know, all that stuff. But prior to that, it had been a pretty good year to get out on the ice and catch fish.
0: Absolutely, and then it, it seems like you know we've had so many good years where you could darn near roll a marble across the ice and and drive uh, you know any grocery getter out there to catch fish. But not not this year. This was a reminder that we aren't in control of our winters and. Yeah, as I, ice castle and um, and all the different uh, glacier and yetis are selling like crazy. These big RVs on the ice—it's not practical in a real heavy winter like this. You can't you can't do anything, and with the snow pushing down the ice and the slush creeping up and slush pockets that were uh, twenty inches and maybe even more, depending on if there's roads or other stuff, uh, it's it's hard for. Any, any machine travel or permanent house, but as far as portables and a long track sled, that's the way to go. It also showed people too that tracks on a four-wheeler side by side look good in the showroom, but make a great boat anchor on the lake. <laughs> 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 and, and I, and I see it, but you know, it, and it's good because I, lo- I like snowmobiles. I always have. I've always used them as an ice fishing uh, rig. And utility sleds are becoming more and more rare, and some of the some of the dealerships even stopped carrying them. And and they're and I've heard other w- ones that, that aren't going to carry them because people are buying four wheelers and they want to justify a, a dual purpose. Well, in ice fishing, the side by side's nice, but uh, it, this was the year that proved that they don't have enough clearance in the high center. Um, and uh, I have a truck on track, so I made it through because I have the clearance and I have a. Uh, v, a v8 or v6 motor and but snowmobiles are the best machine if there's no snow you put scratchers on them liquid cold and they've always been the best rig but a long track wide track sled is uh even on the mushy stuff if you got studs on there when you go down it kicks you back up but then i've seen videos of sleds up to their engine in water so there's also a, a cautionary thing too um you know i, I want to remind people that we're kind of past that stage. The snow is settling down. We've lost, uh, in some spots, uh, close to a foot of, of height in the snow, and uh, we're getting a crust on top in the morning. So, in, in some areas, the, the slush froze all the way through, and you got really, really thick ice. In other areas, you got a sandwich and you still got water there. So, be careful. Even in the morning, if you can creep out with a wheeler, you better start heading back when it gets warm, Um, but for the most part, it's easy getting around with a sled right now, and uh, you might need an extension for your drill, but the fishing has really picked up, and fish are active, and surprisingly, there's hardly any light getting through with all this snow and all this water and deep ice, but the fish are, are going along with the program like it's late ice, and... This is not the winter to go back and check out that little lake in the woods because there's a really good chance that that little lake in the woods is uh, is dead. You know, there's mm. a lot of lakes kicking the bucket out there. There's the oxygen levels dropped and and lack of sunlight didn't keep any weeds germinated. So the, there's there's a quite a bit of winter kill, and even hearing rumors of winter kill on large bodies of water, uh, shallower large bodies of water. So. This thaw happened in the nick of time, and I think this will help.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. We need, we need it, obviously. Um, uh, again, we had a pretty good winter. The bite is good now. Uh, you're headed up to Lake of the Woods, right?
0: Yeah, Lake of the Woods. Uh, now, remember, the, on border waters, the walleye season is still going, and uh, they, they closed the road. They had a lot of stuff happen. You know, the people got caught off guard during that big, heavy wind and storm of uh, Ground blizzard you might say the pulverized snow caused the ice to push down and seep up and there's houses and trucks that were frozen in but now uh, crusty uh shell over the over the top uh snowmobile traffic's been good uh some of the resorts are still going arnesons and sportsmans um but there's still a lot of people out there fishing and i see them all most of the people i see fishing are on sled and walleye fishing is, is good in some areas and not so good in the others. Uh, they're gonna start showing up on the outside of Pine Island. Uh, the pike are getting active and we're seeing some, uh, 37 to 42 inch northern pike coming off of tip ups and, uh, dead herring. Uh, and dead, dead, uh, uh, uh smelt are working also under a tip up. But the pike come into the shorelines and the ditches and, uh, and it's, a, it's just a great time of year if you want to get a big gator there's no better place than lake in the woods. Um, as far as the local lakes, the perch are starting to get really active in somebody's water. They're moving into the shallows and, uh, and they're getting perch. Um, you won't find too many guides out there now because I pulled the pin on anything I had because, uh, you know, we got clients falling through crust and one hyper extended his knee. I don't need the, the risk. And, uh, uh, when you have that deep slush so i've been actually just fishing i went out to uh cascade lake in idaho to see it see that thing while it was still intact and yeah there's some giant perch out there uh but it's not as good as as what you're going to see on the internet because those those images are two years old it's a slow steady bite uh, it's a long way to go but very <laughs> scenic country in the mountains wow. uh, our fishing our fishing is really good here uh, we have a lot of perch and we have good growth rates in our perch. We're seeing larger perch on uh, leech, cast, winnie, even Bemidji. You have a real true chance at catching a 13, 13-and-a-half-inch 13 perch. And I'm hearing reports of perch over 14 now. Um, not not every perch. You know, this is like one in a million, uh, you know, is perch. But 14-inch uh, perch are, are in the area in our lakes. You know, and it's uh, clear water, zebra mussels, uh uh, rusty crayfish they can't quite put a uh a, a finger on it but we're, we're getting a nicer sized fish for now so enjoy it
1: absolutely um so what are you throwing at them right now uh s- same stuff you were doing most of the winter or?
0: well you know i don't i don't know if they still have them but i've been using impulse uh mini crayfish and they're pre-rigged on a jig if okay. you can find those things they are just slamming them and i'm down about my last one, so i gotta go see if i can find some more but uh and then buckshot flutter spoons. And if you have the glow shot spoon with the little light stick you break and put in there, that thing kicks butt. Because under the snow, it's really dark. And so you crack that light stick and you put it in there and it's really good for perch. And I found that it's, it's good for everything. Even bluegills, if you take the treble hook off and put a little dropper bait, they just, they just gravitate over towards it. And I've seen it many times. Um, so that light stick is a real deal, and it's good for perch because they need light to see. They don't have uh, the light-sensitive eyes that uh, crappies and walleyes have. Uh, even bluegills, you'll catch after dark. But uh, so flutter spoons, uh, wax worms, and then uh, maggots or spikes work really good on smaller baits like the, uh, uh, the you know the little. Uh, the bro's bug collection, the mud bugs, the, the gill getters, mm-hmm. uh, those work good with uh, three or four spikes on there. And even perch fishing, if it slows down, uh, the, the perch will eat those. And Bemidji and surrounding lakes like Black Duck and, and some of the other lakes that have perch in them aren't necessarily a spoon bite. Sometimes it works better to drop little plastic or uh, or maggots or waxies on a, a mud bug or gill getter down there, just a smaller morsel, and remember this time of year that perch are gorging on bloodworms, which is just the larva of the midge fly in the summertime.
1: Yeah, and then uh, if we're not on the border waters, that's that's pretty much what we got to go for right now, perch and panfish.
0: Yeah, and, and the crappie bite's been really good, uh, In you know, not on tiny lakes, but uh, on moderate sized lakes all around, and... And if you stop by at uh, your local bait shop, they'll they'll send you in the right direction. They won't send you right to their favorite hole where they drilled their own personal hole, but they'll give you a range, and from there that should help you out. But we're blessed with lakes that are that every lake around our area just about has crappies, catchable, good good crappies, and and some have uh, bluegills. Um, and you know, there's not much for weeds left with a, with all this blanket of snow. Some lakes still have it though. Uh, some of that stringy. Weeds, not the cabbage or all that stuff, but if you can find any vegetation, the fish are holding to it like a magnet. And uh, there is some basin fish still, but they're not deep in the basin on some lakes. They're they're working the edges, and uh, it's hard to find out where the bloodworms are because we don't know where the flies laid their eggs in the summer. But wherever these bloodworms, there's just piles of perch. Everything's in there. Everything feeds on bloodworms, even walleyes gorge on them. Uh, you know you're. Uh, one to four year old walleye will be gorging on them. So finding right the blood rooms is very, very important, and it's just a matter of drilling holes and uh, work your way from uh, where the fish head to in the spring. If you have the knowledge of where the fish do come up in the spring, work your way from there back to the ice holes, and uh, somewhere in that in that area they're going to be. Uh, they don't always just go right up. Sometimes they'll they'll stop and graze their way across the flats on the on the edge of the break. and uh, and above it also on the food shelf. More of the great outdoors with Kev Jackson next on Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors.
1: Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors, sponsored by Pine Ridge Service, DS Beverages, Bonded Lock and Key, and Northern Surplus Northern Outdoors. Check us out at KBUNSportsRadio.com. Click on Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. We're also on Facebook and Twitter, and you can subscribe to the podcast on Podcast One and iTunes. Rob Rosedahl is my guest today. We are talking ice fishing and uh, previewing a little spring fishing, too. You've been doing this a long time now, bro. Does, does winter fishing... And the trends of winter fishing uh, carry over to spring at all, or are they two totally separate things?
0: Oh, don't put your uh, don't put your ice fishing lures away, you know, especially your puppet minnows and all that stuff. That uh, I like using uh, mud bugs and gill getters with plastics under a bobber as spring comes and we start fishing in uh, boat harbors, canals, uh, springs, or not springs, but the creeks and small rivers that flow into the lakes. Uh, the crappies will be looking for warm water, and in some places they go right away. The angle of the sun triggers fish just like it does for big game, and uh, like the the eel pout are non-existent. And then now on somebody's water, they're biting all day long. <laughs> and so there 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 is uh, these mitigating factors besides just water running down the holes that make fish do what they do. And when the eel pout go in. The perch and whitefish and tulabies follow them because, uh, they, you know, they, they dump their eggs and, and, uh, then those eggs are on their own and the fish, uh, they don't mind eating them. Uh, so they have their own little following, so to speak. And I've caught a lot of perch on Leech Lake, big perch, uh, with a bunch of eggs in their coughing up eggs out of their mouth. So you find those, those gravelly, uh, uh, points and bars that have a uh, car, uh, chara or cara on top of it which is a skeletal fragment of grass that's where the eel pout like to lay their eggs um uh, you know there's it's, it's good for them there's an antifungal agent in there that actually keeps them healthy the same areas that walleyes like to spawn you find these areas you're going to find you might not find the mother load of perch some lakes uh the perch counts are down but you might find some real nice jumbos and uh and won't have any problem uh, getting enough fish to uh, dirty a pan.
1: What, uh, and I know you've been on a bunch of them. What would you say was the hottest lake this winter?
0: I I, I thought Lake of the Woods was amazing.
1: That's it's what I heard, yeah.
0: Pan. the fish, it's so hard, it, I, I didn't even believe it. They would come up and you'd be doing something and they'd jerk the rod tip. And I'm not used to fish throwing themselves at you like that. Normally it's like, finesse or you got to pause No, these fish just ate it like and jerked the rod tip down a few inches and i'm like okay and then you said look there's nothing more fun than when a fish gets angry at your lure and uh (laughs) so that was that was a lot of fun and then around the area there was uh some phenomenal uh crappie bites uh some of them got out and of course uh there's not enough for everybody but uh there's there's been some good crappie bites and then uh you know the perch were good. They kind of, they kind of disappeared. They they dropped deep and they're were, uh, weren't that good earlier this winter. But it's all starting to come back. And uh, as far as bluegills, bluegills bit all winter. They never stop, and uh, they're aggressive. And so I visit those areas and have fun catching them. And uh, it's 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 been a good year. You we know, were slow to start up. Uh, you know I, I have friends that target them, uh, uh, just like I target bluegills and uh and they were slow to start up but they're starting and then uh so i i'd say lake of the woods last year i thought red lake was on fire but red froze early and everybody got started there early and it was really good but you know we only had 48,000 acres to play with up there and tens of thousands of people so the inevitable happened uh they the fish that were left were a little bit um a little shy and and uh it wasn't as good as it was the year before, but early ice was phenomenal, but I think we opened our, our presents early under the Christmas tree there.
1: Let's, uh, let's uh, change topics for a second since you, you brought up red. We just found out uh, some some zebra mussels in red, too. It just doesn't seem to stop.
0: No. Uh, well, zebra mussels are um, they're bad for people who want to walk barefoot on a beach, but not necessarily are they bad for fishermen. Uh, We don't need anything that's non-native in our lakes, but when you adjust uh, to different ways of fishing with them, you'll be fine. So it's, you know, there's nothing you can do at this point except adapt your fishing techniques, because if the zebra mussels are there, they're there to stay, and we can get mad and do everything, but right now at this point, uh, adapt your fishing techniques, Uh, I don't I, they haven't proved that they get rid of the walleyes. If anything, the lakes that have have had zebra mussels, the walleye fishing changes. Uh, you might not be able to just drag a rig around with a leech or a minnow, but uh, a different technique, slip bobbers, are highly effective. And Red Lake is a shallow, our part of Red Lake is shallower, so if that clears up, that could make it complicated, uh, though you'll be able to drive and just see the fish as you're driving. Uh, because it 'll be so clear, uh, but they 're going to be holding the edges, and we might get it might germinate weed growth. A lot of the lakes that i 've seen that have zebra mussels have weed growth in areas that they've i 've never seen weeds, so uh, maybe Red Lake will fill in with weeds, but it definitely will throw the fish into a a shock at first, and then uh, they 'll adapt you know they they figure out ways to feed and what to do, but uh clear water makes it more of a visual bite than anything else and so plastics start working uh pitching puppets slip bobbers uh jigging becomes highly effective uh and then rigs as uh algae blooms they can't siphon out all the algae um the water gets darker and then rigs and closer to the boat happens but you know even fish aren't afraid of a boat if it's not moving so uh, anchoring or holding definitely helps um there's a lot of ways to adapt to it if it if if they're in there they're there to stay so just adapt and and let's move on yeah not not spread them elsewhere
1: right right i know that uh on on cast lake it has definitely changed the bite much i mean it's always been a clear lake with a low level low light level bite and it's even gotten more and more pronounced that way i know winnie they had to adjust where they were fishing Uh, a lot of guys have figured that out now um, probably going to be in Bemidji, too. With the, it's going to clear it up more. But the one thing about Red Lake, when it comes to the the uh, discoloration, a lot of that is due to churned-up sand due to wind, and there's not much the zebra mussels con- can combat there, so the, that natural uh, um, silt will probably still stick around regardless.
0: Yeah, and, there, and there's a tan and stain that actually yeah. uh, counteracts what ge- the zebra mussels can do. So your lakes, uh, Canadian lakes, and... Red Lake and uh, Lake of the Woods uh are less affected by it and but there might be a better visual bite for those anglers that like to pitch or cast or or throw crankbaits uh long line and uh, it'll all work and then even I've seen on uh Winnie uh went from really bad where nobody was catching them until until people started realizing hey all the fish are right here and they just started catching them and they they fish different but It'll be bad for the person that, you know, likes to back troll and have the fish nine feet away from his rod tip. That's not going to happen. And, uh, but there's still lakes where you could still do that. Um, but adapting to, uh, the zebra mussel bite, uh, is, uh, is going to help you. And it, I think it's easier. And, uh, I was at a meeting, a DNR meeting for Cass Lake and, uh, they, they don't know why, uh, there's zebra mussels in the lake and there's rusties but the fish growth is phenomenal and uh, the fish are growing faster than they ever have and uh so they you know uh, I don't they can't prove that they're eating zebra mussels but you know I think a visual real clear water lets perch walleyes everything eat uh and and hunt better but it also it changes everything and uh sure. so so far they're other than making it So you have to fish different than old patterns. It hasn't been a bad thing.
1: Okay. Well, is there any, uh, I know you're uh, on top of these things, any hot product out there we're going to definitely want to use this year?
0: Oh, absolutely. Uh, Humminbird's coming out with uh, the G3, which is 20% uh, better imaging, side imaging than the previous year. And the one the previous year was unbelievable uh that you've seen some screen snapshots if you go to hummingbird they'll show you of muskies and sturgeon and walleye, it's amazing uh the technology that's coming out to help us see and find fish is uh is is just getting better and better and you get to a point it's pandora's box we all want it but once it's open then everybody can see where they're at all the time mm-hmm. even under the ice uh so fishing definitely finding the fish won't be the problem you got to make a bite still and that, you know, Northland Tackle, uh, the, the fireball jig is legendary and has caught more fish than any other jig in the North Country for everybody. Now they've got a a, fire, a a long shank fireball for shiners and uh, great for plastics with a little wire uh, hook saver that comes on there to keep your plastics on straight. You just bend it. You can make a little barb or you can leave it straight. And uh, this is something I love because I love double hooking shiners. And you can see that Northland Tackle dot com how to double hook a shiner this jig is going to make that so much easier and uh, such a simple thing but we needed it and then uh along the lines of uh uh you know just boat anchors the talon for those of you who uh fished in the uh the classic with me in bemidji i put the talons down and hammer the fish i mean i didn't i didn't win i guess i i probably caught more than anybody but i didn't get any big ones but (laughs) You know, it's, it's, the talent is so awesome, and if you never use it for fishing, only to launch your boat by yourself, it's worth it, because when I launch my boat, I keep one of the remotes on my mirror, and as I back up, I got the boat tied to the dock, I press it, and it holds the boat away from the dock, so it's not banging, and uh, just stuff like that is like Eureka, it's like the, the wheel being reinvented, um, that stuff's pretty cool, and then bait containment, the Magnum minnow buckets. Uh, there's been some cool coolers out that fall apart fast. Now we got a super cooler for minnows, and uh, and that'll keep our precious red tails and shiners healthy longer, the Magnum minnow buckets. And then uh, I've seen those. They're just cool. New nets for uh, taking care of your catch for netting. Big walleyes. Um, the Trophy Hall, check that out. It's coming out. Um, a, lot of, a lot of neat things. And St. Croix rods, uh, they have lighter, uh, more efficient rods. So every part of fishing, every aspect of fishing is improving. And uh, Aquaview, I have one mounted on my boat now. You can get a kit, put it on your boat. You will use it more if you don't have to unspool it. I have it hardwired to my boat, so I just drop the camera overboard, and it's HD. I was looking at one last night after the sunset, and I could see everything. Really? And with HD, true HD. True HD is unbelievable. There's a reason to have the big HD aqua view. Uh, it has a uh, dingy screen remover. So the computer program and it removes everything that you don't need to see. And you see a clear picture of your fish. And for those that like the fish tournaments, how can you not have an aqua view to make sure they're not suckers or some other fish down at the bottom? You could see everything. And you drop it down. And it comes with snap-on weights and fins. So that you don't have to go one mile an hour. You can go four or five miles an hour so you can check out spots really fast and see exactly what's down there. And uh, that's it's it's a company out of Cross Lake, great people, a uh, mom-and-pop operation, and they, they just, they're good people. And I like hmm. to see them come out with these great products.
1: Awesome. Oh, very awesome! Hey, I want to uh, go back. We, you you mentioned it, and I and I, I think I put, posted a picture of it on on our uh public New Country Facebook page a while ago. That your your truck with the with the tracks. Tell me about that. Yes.
0: Well, I uh, I, I wanted a way to get out ice fishing uh, different times of the year, and you know, you see these bombers up at Lake of the Woods, and they have heat going out to the spots and. I didn't want to put together a side by side end tracks and spend thirty or thirty five thousand dollars for a four seater, so I, I researched it and I and I used mat tracks in the past on my um, four wheelers and those tracks were just they're more than the trucks that I was going to put on them. So I, I looked around and I found American Track Truck out of Michigan and here you get these tracks you can get them for ninety five hundred bucks, which is still a lot of money, but it's not ridiculous. It's less than a long track sled. Yeah, And then find a good, reasonable, light, not heavy, a light, used vehicle that runs good, you know, winter beater, grocery getter, put it on tracks, and now, for half the price of your side-by-side, I could drink coffee on the way to my spot, but <laughs> I've got more clearance than a four-wheeler. That's where the four-wheelers were getting stuck, their boat anchors, is with the tracks, they have no clearance.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And they high center because the tracks push the slush to the center. But with that truck on tracks, I put a lift kit in it, a four inch lift kit. It's hard to get up in it, but I never got stuck in the slush. I barreled through it, I busted through the crust, and then when it got really deep, then I put it away. But uh I, I proved it. That's uh in there sturdy. I've never had anything go on it. I had uh, I replaced one bogey in six years on uh, on that whole system. Just keep greasing it, uh just do your maintenance schedule, and it isn't much at all. It's bulletproof and, uh, and very very affordable. And the torque you get, you can pull houses, and uh, you, can, you can pull people out of the ditch. You can do anything. It, it gives you an amazing amount of torque. But remember, light. Don't throw a big Suburban on there because you've just, remember, you're on ice. you know. And so I looked around Jeeps, Toyota 4Runners. Uh, whatever you want. You can get a Jeep 4.0. You can find those from here to Minneapolis-Duluth for 2500 Throw it on the tracks, you're into it. 11, dollars 12000 make sure it runs,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> and you can go anywhere. And you're styling, and it, it you don't have a frozen face by the time you get there, but there's still <laughs> nothing better than a snowmobile. I, I have to admit, I, I like snowmobiles, and, um, you know, I've, I have a couple of long track sleds, and you're not going to get stuck with them unless you do something wrong. I mean, they just stay on top. And, uh, but the track truck, go up to Lake of the Woods, and uh, what I was doing is driving out, parking at the end of the road, and then I go up in the angle. I can go anywhere. Or you, you really can't go on a snowmobile trail because it's not a snowmobile. Sure. But you can go places no one else can go. So everybody's sitting in the main basin, and the fish are bouncing from lure to lure, And I like to go where there's no one else around me and have a fresh uh, spot where the fish race up and hit. And you can get that with a track truck. And even on local lakes, um, to me, winter's long. A house investment is more than a truck on tracks. I have a portable. I can drag it or throw it in the back. And, uh, you know, I do like houses. Houses are nice if you want to sit there and, uh, you know, have a few and stay overnight. But, uh, at the end of the day, I want to be off the lake. I want to be, uh, off the lake, watch TV and have them there. But, uh, the track truck gets you there and it's, it's, it's a way of making it. And when you get a lot of snow, this is an exceptional year, but, uh, you, I've never been stuck unless I wanted to, you know, if yeah. you pile up of, of crust. One time I had a, I was on a heap of, uh, busted up ice. And I wasn't stuck. I just stopped the chisel a little bit, so I didn't damage anything, um, but the difference is you have more horsepower in a truck, and you can barrel through stuff. Now, if you throw a front-to-back 10,000-pound Warren Winch on there, you're unstoppable. And, and it's even better if your buddy buys one. So if you do get in trouble, you could uh, call them. And where do you get those again? Uh, it's American Track Truck out of uh, the Michigan, up by uh, Houghton, Michigan. Oh, okay. American Track Truck. And they, they can't say truck tracks. Maybe the other company had it, but American Track Trunks. They're, they're simple. Uh, simple is better, and uh, you get a lot of clearance with them. Pretty cool stuff. And and that's what I'm into. Winters long, you might as well have fun. Yeah.
1: That's a fact. That is a fact. All right, and you're headed back up to Lake of the Woods to do a little fishing, so we wish you best of luck there. Uh, Bro Brosdale joining us today to get us ready for spring and take a look back at winter. Bro, it's always great to have you on the show. Thanks for taking the time today.
0: Yeah, and if you get a chance, if anybody wants to come out guiding with me, I've got a brand-new Ranger boat coming in from Bemidji Marine. Ooh. Stop uh, or Give me a shout. Brand-new Ranger 621 FS with a three hundred ready to take you out and get some wall ice. Just give me a shout at brosguideservice.com. All right, bro, thanks a lot. Hey, thanks for having me. You take care, Kevin. This has been Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. Here it exclusively on KBUN-FM 104.5, Thursdays at 1240 and Saturday mornings at 8.